we choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. It's one small step for man, one giant leap. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report. Blood for drama, drama, blood for drama, drama, blood for drama, drama. It's showtime. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Probably going to be the last one because Dave's a fag. Wants to move away to Democrat-ass Seattle. What a long way we've come. I hate you. So, dealing with that. Sitting on the floor because all this shit's packed up. <laughs> uh, we should have videoed this one. Shouldn't have packed the camera yet. But anyway. Uh, that's what's going on. Probably going to have to take a little time till we figure things out because Dave doesn't even have anywhere to live. He's moving across the country and he's homeless like an idiot. But yeah, I'll just join one of the tent cities over there in Seattle. I can do a podcast from tent city. In one of those exclusion <laughs> zones. No cops here, man. Uh, autonomous zones. Oh, yeah, autonomous. In <laughs> exclusion. Yeah. I think everything's everybody's included is the problem. Yeah, they're excluding the cops. Except for the cops. Fuck yeah. the police. Coming straight from Tent City. Uh, yeah, so... I don't know how we're going to do a podcast from a fucking tent, but... You know. Sound's going to be a little warped. Well, what most likely will happen is all the equipment that I send Dave with will get stolen and then <laughs> never hear from him again. About a million dollars. We'll hear about a new homeless podcast soon. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, what up, deal? This uh, Donnell... Uh, we we coming to you live from Seattle. Anyway, so you keep it a little light today because I'm sitting on the floor and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> I fucking hate you, Dave. Much uh, love. Oh, we're gonna do moon theories. This is what we're gonna talk about the man in the moon. Yeah, we uh, have come a long way. And many of us never went to the moon. <laughs> many of us uh, don't believe we ever went there. I don't think so. I grew up in Cape Canaveral, yeah. born Cape Canaveral Hospital. I mean, nice ground zero for NASA and um, lived in Titusville for a while. I was there in the early 2000s when they had their huge layoff. They let off like 3,300 people. I remember the engineers and everyone else like picketing along the side of the highway mm -hmm. after that happened just right perfectly in line with the uh, the recession and um it was i mean it was everything to that area and yeah how are they doing to, now over there <laughs> well so <laughs> SpaceX now has uh way more capabilities than, than NASA does in a lot of regards. Crazy. Uh, as far as there's like an industrial area of Titusville that's a little bit south from the actual like NASA uh, facility and they have a lot of manufacturing over there. They, they single-handedly kind of like brought life back to the area and when you look at the rocket prices uh, I went over to see the Artemis rocket be rolled out on the uh, like rover 
was it the uh, the landing pad, the landing pad, the mobile landing pad, and super cool. Bunch of people over there, photographers, brass band, bunch of helicopters. It was neat. Uh, it's massive, and I started talking to some of the nerds there. Mm. They started telling me about nerd talk. Well, the main body is actually recycled from this rocket, and uh, the capsules recycled from this one. So literally, the Artemis rocket is hodgepodge from like four different <laughs> rocket systems. A piece from here that they just piece put together, and the total cost to launch it was well over three times the cost of what it was to launch a SpaceX rocket of like kind of equivalent size. Mm-hmm. So right there, when you're in a capitalist country like we are, you look at three times the amount to launch an older, shittier <laughs> rocket. Uh, the math doesn't really work out in their favor for longevity. And uh, just goes to show how most government systems are completely ineffective and uh, those who are in the pursuit of profit are going to do the most to squeeze every last bit of profit out of there. So yeah. props to Elon Musk for uh, walking in with like a 12-inch dong to NASA's <laughs> yeah. little micro-peen and uh, showing them how, how to explore space. Big uh, fucking Elon dong. Yeah, because apparently NASA has been lying about overcoming some of these trials and tribulations that they have with exploring the cosmos. And I was a wholehearted believer. I'd I'd slap moon conspiracy uh, theorists up and down with what I thought were facts um, as as a child and teenager, and even like most of my adult years. But recently, going down the rabbit hole, Trying to piece some things together, uh, making sure that the different articles and videos that I was uh, using for reference. The Y files. Oh, dude, the Y files are fantastic. And uh, I think that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, radiation. As far as converting me over. And there's a lot of things you don't notice, especially like timeline wise, with uh, how quickly things progressed with us for space. And I think that was one of the, the biggest disparities. Um, yeah. We like weren't even in the game. Yeah, when and JFK then, was given his address, and he's like, we will get to the moon. It is our you know, divine, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. like, okay. Not because it is easy, but because it is hard. Yeah. That's the way he talked. Uh, <laughs> and so, after that, it's like, this will be a long and hard road. And then, uh, like three years later, we're like, touchdown. Like, government don't move that fast. I'm sorry. No. They they, they don't. They Not do even. when they're making movies in the fucking basement. <laughs> it takes about three years to make a Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> they went to space plenty of times, man. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man just rode on the back of a rocket ship and didn't even think oh, yeah. about the, uh, the Van Allen belt of radiation. <sighs> There's a lot, of, a lot of things when you look into it, like the lighting and the fucking... Where's the dust? You know, where's the fire coming out of the goddamn rocket when they leave? Who the fuck is filming after they're gone? <laughs> like, it reminds me of uh, the old Survivor Man show. Yeah. You're like, you'd see him walk out in the distance across like this Arctic tundra and he's a f- whole ass mile away. And then you're like, oh, dog, he's got to go back for that. <laughs> yeah, he's got to go back and get his camera. Oh, it's so shitty. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, strange, and then like they're you know in the Y files they were showing like the uh, spacesuit 
but then they they showed it from the bottom where you could see the bottom of the feet, but then the feet didn't match, like the tread on the yeah footprints. Yeah, you, know, you have those lateral line depressions on yeah. the famous photo, but then it's almost just completely smooth for the uh, the actual astronaut's boot. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, he said it was like two hundred and fifty degrees on the moon surface. Like all their film would have melted. Yeah, people don't realize that. Um, we have our ionosphere that protects us from most of that radiation. Uh, that's where you like the interaction between the ionosphere and solar radiation or, or just cosmic radiation in general uh, is the aurora borealis. Mm. So when you see that, that means there's like a, a minor solar flare that's getting intercepted by our atmosphere and dispersing it and protecting it. And that's the thing with all the colors in like yeah, exactly. Alaska or some shit. Correct. Yeah, and most northern clouds, I mean, you can see it in like Norway and Sweden, Greenland, uh, yeah, Russia. They're not all flooded the, with bullshit. Arctic belt. Yeah, not fucking drowned it out by city lights and shit. Right, um, and so that's pretty interesting. That uh, yeah, the moon don't have that, so no, <laughs> it's hot as fuck on the moon. No, that some <laughs> small suit is able to replicate the immense like protective power of an entire atmosphere. Yeah, dude. There was this story a while ago. You might have heard about it with the where they found that cave in the middle, of the Earth that had these giant crystals in it. Remember that shit? That yeah, was uh, when I was in my twenties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. What you're and they had about. to wear like yeah. Metroid suits. It looked like Iron Man suits, sorta. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Now. Because it was so fucking hot. Because it was deep as fuck in the Earth, so they could only be in there for minutes. With these, like, super advanced suits. Look like fucking Metroid from the 90s. And, uh, they go down there and take little samples. And these, these crystals were gigantic. And they were still forming. And it was, like, all wet and hot, you know? So, they, you know, everybody says they didn't have the technology to do any of this shit in the 50s or whatever it was. Um, probably didn't, you know? Uh, then there was, uh, like the James Bond film where he was running from the fucking guy that was trying to kill him and like ran up into the movie studio while they're filming it and stole the Rover. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what it is. You know, so it's probably not real. There's a bunch of theories about the moon, not just the landing, you know? Yeah. Between, uh, the moon is is hollow. It's a superstructure. Uh, there was a movie recently yeah, that Ashley really, really likes about really some good movie nanobots uh, basically living on the moon. No, no, it was a moonfall. A moonfall. Yeah, yeah and it was a superstructure. Uh, so the story was like, in another planet somewhere, humans lived on that planet, and uh, they created AI little nanobot thingies to help them do everything. And uh, the AI decided that they were bad for some reason, decided to kill them all. And uh, they created that mega structure with all their DNA and shit in it. They probably created their own version of WAP. And then AI is just like, no, I'm done. Yeah. You're not, you're not worth be. following anymore. The wet-ass planet. Yeah. And uh, fucking, so they sent the moon out. To basically survive with their DNA and shit. And then 
it it made Earth with the, with DNA, and then the fucking AI was flying around, erad- eradicating the DNA. It just took a long ass time to get here. So then, they built a megastructure around a star. Was the power, you know, the power source? Uh, was that a Dyson sphere, Dave? Yeah. So basically, I had a Dyson sphere in the middle of the megastructure. And the AI got inside of it and, like like I said, it looked like bees. So they, like, cover it up, cover up the star where the power doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So then it starts to fall out of orbit. And then, which fucks up the whole Earth and your tidal waves and, you know, these astronauts had to go up there and basically save the, the moon. And so it goes back into, then the moon had an AI inside of it, like one that was... uh program for saving and this is a big battle and shit master chief's cortana it's fucking awesome man it's a really really good movie oh yeah like in uh halo yeah yeah pretty much shut up purple baby i gotta go (laughs) kill some aliens yeah that's what them fucking suits look like for the crystal cave was like fucking master chief suit yeah they're um I, dude, I love spacesuit representations in crystal uh, cave. sci-fi shows. They're, they're so cool. And then you look at the Star Trek suits and you're like, uh, sci-fi was a little bit too, like, Star Trek sci-fi was a little too fi for me. You know what I mean? It was a little, lot more well, fiction than it was science. Um, yeah, I think they were uh, trying to find planets where they could exist on it without suits. Cause, you not know, a lot of those, considering. They, they we, had, uh, in that show, they had fucking... Their spaceship was giant and had fucking, you know, filtered air. And there was plenty of times in the show where it was like, oh, the life support systems are failing and code red, and, you know, but I don't know how the fuck they beamed down to goddamn every fucking place there was and they could breathe. But <laughs> yeah, Klingons fucking, they, 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 you know, the way they look, right? they, <laughs> they had the same oxygen we had. I don't know, man, but Back to the moon. Yeah, back to the moon. Um, I I was a little bit converted. Uh, just looking at kind of the overwhelming evidence, the fact that NASA scrubbed over the original tapes of all the videos um, that they recorded, and then the plethora of, like, obviously doctored photos. Um, yeah, with the crosshairs were behind it. Guy yeah. was standing there with no shadow. Yeah, messages crosshairs, missing shadows, objects in place of other uh, crosshairs. You know, so when you take that picture, that crosshair is kind of embedded in there. Um, and then they'd have objects in front, like obscuring some of those crosshairs. Like, yeah, because well, they were added in later. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that can't happen. No, not um, unless it's like early ass Photoshop. Oh. oh, and they definitely had early ass Photoshop. Yeah, so totally. the whole premise behind this was that uh director stanley kubrick had a brother uh who was a part of like a, a united states communist party which is a really bad look at the time uh, yeah. during mccarthyism you had literal witch hunts uh you'd be reporting your neighbor for any com- communist aligned ideals oh well don't worry buddy i'll uh, i'll trim your bushes there are bushes they share a property line you fucking communist <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they didn't like communism, especially really bad back then, man. Yeah, so uh, theory goes that 2001 A Space Odyssey was made with the assistance. Um, Great movie. With 
uh, NASA and, and the government uh, behind it as sort of a test for what level of special effects um, that Stanley Kubrick could produce and the uh, United States population for their reception for such things. And uh, especially back in the day, I think that's one of the amazing things. You look at old video games that are like 16-bit, Mm-hmm. And then you had like uh, like the Final Fantasy games are really good examples. We had these intricate uh, portraits of characters that you could make in like paint. You know, they're they're like thirty two bit maybe fidelity at the most. And on old TVs, because of how the cells were aligned, like their their photo cells, um, they look pretty good. But if you put it on like a modern computer, it looks like ass. Yeah. Because we have so much contrast so and pixelated uh, clarity. Bullshit. Yeah. So older kind of look better. And you look, you think of old movies, you're like, wow, this looked amazing. You could just, you could see more with less fidelity for some yeah. reason. Your your brain would just piece things together. And uh, you had to use your imagination. Yeah, brains brain works in mysterious ways. Um, but when you look at all of the uh, footage and like media that they would have produced at that time consumed by the public on these shitty ass old TVs. <laughs> you, you couldn't tell the difference if it was yeah. Photoshopped or not. You know yeah. what I mean? You're still manually adjusting your saturation and hue and, and brightness on your uh, TV and everything turned green. Like the we- funny part dude, is like a stealth bomber can't go to space and it's all super advanced, but a fucking tin can, with some toilet paper on it can go to space. It's like, um, I don't know, dude. Like, how the fuck is this? You know. Yeah, particularly the, uh, one of the greatest arguments uh, that we have not gone to the moon, despite all of the NASA interviews that say, that, oh, we'd love to get to the moon someday <laughs> from right. actual scientists and engineers right. and pilots. You're like, what do you mean someday? Like, you just yeah, let, didn't let we do that shit, shit in slip. the 50s, though? <laughs> you guys didn't, like, edit this before you broadcasted it? Um, Remember when Buzz Aldrin punched that dude in the face? Uh, that dude actually deserved it, though. Yeah, he kept fucking with him. Yeah. I would have hit him, too. But Dude, astronauts are hard. Astronauts. Yeah, he was old as fuck, too. He was like, I'm asking you to get out of my face. <laughs> he was like, you're a bitch and you're a coward. He was like, bang! I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, Buzz Aldrin. Uh, that dude was seeing stars, unlike astronauts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how the fuck you like them stars, bitch? <laughs> there's, uh, there's this Asian guy. I'm trying to remember. Why you gotta be Asian, though? Yeah, this is uh, Johnny Kim. He's a... Uh, so, astronauts go through, like, rigorous training. Um, maybe also, possibly, like, CIA brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's an American U.S. Navy lieutenant, for, uh, commander, former SEAL. Uh, aviator, physician, and NASA astronaut. So he is a SEAL, doctor, and an astronaut. Like You're fucking bad motherfucker, right he'll there. He'll fuck trace you across. He'll he'll track you across the stars. He'll fatally wound your ass and then bring you back to life. He's qualified to do all of it. Soon to be Star Trek captain. Yeah, I I would nominate him as captain. What's his last name? Uh, Kim. Captain Kim. Yeah, he went to uh Harvard in 2016, University of San Diego in 2012. He had to get a thirteen fifty to pass. Yeah, he probably <laughs> probably blew it shit out of the water. Honestly, uh, he's only thirty nine, which uh, you kind of got to be in, in your prime to uh, survive the rigors of s- space travel. Uh, but one of those rigors is passing through the Van Allen Belt. 
uh, which is what most people argue like that's kind of the, the nail in the coffin, so to speak. Is that yeah, we have like um, full of fucking radiation. You look at like a like a magnet. You know, you've messed with someone in school, or uh, you had those little egg shaped magnets that that go together, and then you see how um, they're like diametric. So you got uh, one side like you know positive, one side negative. That's why some magnets repel, and you'll flip it over, and then they uh, attract. Um, so those, if you were to be able to see magnetic fields. It would look kind of like a butterfly. Like they have these little wings, these bands uh, from either side. And the Earth has its poles, right? So you have your magnetic poles on your magnets, the same as Earth, because we are one giant geomagnet. That's what uh, they believe in flat Earth. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot bigger. So puts those neodymium magnets to shame. And so these magnetic fields uh, basically kind of like attract... Uh, radiation, solar radiation, cosmic radiation. Uh, and because of that, the amount of power that's stored in the Van Allen belt, if you were to pass through space, it'd be like going through like a, a microwave field, right. like a super microwave field. And uh, not yeah, a lot of, pe- yeah, not a lot of people could have predicted or developed materials sufficient enough to protect um, a spaceship or a craft or especially like, the little pod that they came back in from the moon. So allegedly. in uh, layman, non-dork Dave terms, it's hot as fuck. Uh, yeah, so but like, not just hot as fuck, like microwave radiation, radiation that penetrates. Like, right, through their stupid pod and into their bodies. Yeah, or, or the entire spaceship. <laughs> and their suit. Like, you know, perhaps even like the fuel chambers. Like, I don't. It would have blew up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would have fucking blew up. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they would have come back all cooked and shit. Yeah, yeah so most of um, our satellites, you know, they, they survive a lot of rigors. Most satellites don't go up there and stay up there functioning. Every several years, we have to launch new satellites because the old ones are just beat to shit, basically. Uh through um, debris in our orbit, like space dust, you know, starts traveling 250,000 miles an hour, like a little tiny pebble, a fraction of uh, a comet or a meteor or an asteroid just goes through it like a 50 cal. Mm-hmm. And um, so when you start to design to protect against a, a flaw, right? In any system, there's no like perfect system. You don't have 10 stats across the board for thermal radiation and then physical protection and then electromagnetic protection. And so you have to give and take, especially when you're sending something to space. You have all this different weight, all these different complicated components that have to work properly. And uh, so you're trying to minimize space uh, but maximize effectiveness. So there's like a, a Goldilocks zone of how much you can actually apply to a craft or, this or anything is just right yeah and i don't know a lot of people don't think that we could get it just right at well, that time especially not in the fucking 50s yeah uh and scientists now like in some of these interviews will explain like yeah we're almost there You're like how how are we almost there now when you did it 50 years ago um well, I mean, what do you think about uh the Russians, when the guy orbited the moon, never landed on it. Think that was real? 
Well, I wonder how long he lived afterwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know because uh, nobody <laughs> talks about the after. You know, um, strange. You know, then there was that whole thing about where they like launched the uh, probe. And it hit the moon and it like rang like a bell for like an hour. You know, who fucking knows? Um, that's another reason they think that it was a mega structure. But it was a pretty funny movie. You got in mid 2000s, I think it was uh, Iron Sky. Mm -hmm. And uh, the whole premise was that is that Nazis were able to make it to the moon and yeah. uh, made a superstructure there and colonized the dark side of the moon and they've been doing secret space Nazi stuff for half a century and then yeah. come back to take over the world with uh, Zeppelins because it's always fucking Zeppelins with Nazis <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Uh. It's it's weird to think that the moon also is like the only moon that we've observed having the same properties that it does. Like So it's in comparison to its uh, planetary body that it rotates around, it's one of the largest, you know, in, in like size ratio. You know what I mean? Like the moon's like a third of Earth, and so it's just, it's weird to see something that big orbit around, um, and have all of the same qualities that it does. You know, most moons are made of like kind of different material, um, and their orbits are generally like further uh so it, it almost seems like the moon was not so much like any other moon but it's almost like its own small planet uh right. like we like they would have been entwined some point in history in our orbits uh i don't know it's so weird to think about uh especially because the moon affects tides and so much on earth you can only imagine what that effect like earth earth's effect would have on the moon uh, uh, there's a what are they called when they study stars astrologists astronomers astronomer yeah astrology is that bullshit woo -woo yeah. stuff that all these girls with pierced noses uh follow <laughs> yeah astronomers right um one of the famous ones like way back Plato, Galileo, maybe. Galileo. Yeah. yeah, you heard this shit, where like he had the writings about how the moon just showed up one day. All the things he talks about, there was no moon and it was just there. You know, so <laughs> you don't know, man. Nobody really knows. Probably never went to the fucking moon. I mean, the moons. Uh, I haven't looked into that one with Galileo, but. Uh... I mean, the moon has been depicted in, like, cave drawings and culture for since we, we had it. You know, when you're looking out at a night sky, and that's the biggest fucking thing there, there's a lot of mythology attributed to the moon. Um, you know, it's made there, of cheese. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, cheese thing, Swiss cheese. Mm. They, uh, there was another story I heard about that we actually went there. And then, you know, they got to the um, dark side and there was like an alien base. And then they're like, okay, you know, take your picture, plant your flag, and get the fuck out of here. Don't come back. There's a movie about that, Apollo 13, 13? I think, yeah. With Tom Hanks? 
Uh, there was there was another Apollo movie about that exact oh. situation. They go to the moon and see an alien. So the one where the big monster comes out and starts eating him? Yep, of course. That was 11, monster. I think. Apollo 11. Yeah, then there's uh, another uh, Dr. Stephen Greer. He's really interesting. You know, he talks about aliens and shit all the time. and Talking to aliens with, like, mental projection or whatever. That, like, stranger thing shit. Consciousness. Shit like that. He said that, like, there's, he has proof, apparently, that he's trying to get to come out. That we went to the moon. Definitely did. And then when we got there, it's like a space station. Like, fucking, not the moon itself, but, like, there's, like, uh. Like a, like a spaceport. Like, yeah. people just coming and going. Like, it's yeah, your, like, uh, like your the- flying J of. Right. Solar system. And then there's like fucking UFOs and shit parked in craters and Yeah. God man, I hate flying through this solar system. God, the bathrooms are shitty. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh and he also talks about how we had like uh flux flux liners in the fifties, like man made UFOs. So there's like a flux system like the Tesla theory. Hmm. And uh how we had like man made UFOs to you know, anti gravity technology. You would probably really like it. You should look into it. That's uh, Robert Greer? Stephen. Stephen Greer. Dr. Stephen Greer. He was like a medical doctor that uh, saw something. And it was like, you know, he was like emergency room doctor. And was like, hey, man, we need to fucking get this shit out. And he's been working on it ever since. But See, that's, that's what's kind of weird is you have these people that are otherwise really capable, competent, uh, honest by all standards of measurement individuals like going to school to become a doctor is very difficult it's it's a trial not a lot of people make it uh it's he's a huge super convincing dude like when they ask him questions he's just like bam there's no oh well uh, blah, blah, blah. it's just like bang 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 mm-hmm. facts you know yeah so when you have like this or, out or upstanding individual that has a traumatic experience and then they just shift their entire life to be aligned to that. I mean, it's kind of like it, it's so convincing to them that they'd give up everything yeah. for he, it. He uh, has a documentary coming out pretty soon. I forget what it's called, but it's basically about like how aliens are real and uh, all the things about the man made UFOs and how we went to the moon and there was a bunch of UFOs there and that's where we got the technology, crash site, whole deal. Um, we had a whole episode on aliens before I knew about him. Dude is like extremely convincing. You know, uh, you talk about it and he talks about the consciousness and fucking insane just to get to to, to listen to this guy. You're just mind is blown by this dude. And if it ain't real, he's the best fucking actor in the world, you know, but, um, fucking Definitely look into that guy, man. You would really like him because he's a dork like you. Fair. Um, so let's see. Uh, looking at kind of like the timeline of going into space. Uh, so you had... Oh, Jesus. All, all USA. Uh, so we had Sputnik 1, which was launched like 1957. Yep. And then... Uh, 1961, four years later, you got Yuri Gagarin, or Gagarin, 
uh, first man flight. And then you had 1966, that's five years later, first artificial satellite around the moon. And then you had 1968, first piloted orbital mission of moon. And then 1969, first man on the moon, the Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. So, let's see, less than, let's see, so you got basically 12 years from the first satellite to touching down on the moon. And, I don't know, just seeing how slow the government is to roll out projects, even if they're under national duress to get there, you know, the space race, I just, it's hard for me to... Uh, square that circle with where the funds and technology came out of, especially when you're looking at this, like if they were to have two or three catastrophic tests, you know what I mean? Like if they launched the first rocket there and the whole crew died of radiation, I think like it, it would have just stopped, you know? <laughs> yeah. so, would they? Well, you, you this had is the government we're talking about. Yeah, but you have the, the huge national outcry. Uh, like, they would be picketing outside of NASA to stop them. You know, astronauts would just be like, at some point, yeah, dog. We're don't, not going I don't think to this die. Civic's going to fucking make it. You <laughs> <Honda> know? Civic. <laughs> like, this is, this is the a Daihatsu of rocket ships. We ain't making it to the moon in this piece of shit. So, I, I think that it makes sense that they would have falsified, uh, this claim backed it up with fake ass pictures and, and videos and stuff. And, uh, you know, we make fun of it all the time. Like the moonwalking. I just did a literally the other day I did it, you know, just, I was cantilevered by a piece of equipment while I was moving across the yard. I'm like, Oh, hey, look, I'm Buzz Aldrin. I'm like, you know, bouncing mm -hmm. across the yard, like all slow motion. And what uh, the hell were you on? Um, it was, uh, I think it was a dual disc grinder. Because you have that bar that comes out. That's like super far. Oh, so yeah. It's heavy as shit, too. Yeah. And you so don't weigh mine. Like, it doesn't do that when I do it. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm heavy as shit. I'd be in the Goldilocks zone, bro. Um, but I don't I don't know, man. It's, it's hard to believe. It's hard to swallow that pill. Um, when the capability to fake it was out there. And you have so many other uh, qualified individuals that speak out that it wasn't capable for us to actually make it. Um, obviously, the government does have a great track record of being honest with the public. No. So Maybe that's why they killed Kennedy. Like, you faked the fucking moon landing, fuckface. Die! <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> Maybe. You never know. Oh, it's crazy, man. Like, when you really start to look into moon theories, I... Uh, don't get me started on the math, though. Oh, yeah, dude. it's I hate math. How we're able to have like perfect solar and lunar eclipses. and um, that's Well, just... yeah, that's easy to do when you're in a fucking studio. No, 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 we're talking about like um, like the math. There's, uh, there, there's a couple, I hate to say show, but like there's the shows for um, ancient aliens. There's shows on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure you could pull up some articles uh, that they draw from. Uh, but basically sp speaking about like 
the certain math of how the moon is exactly this number ratio uh, from distance to size uh, mm. in relation to the Earth, like it is. It, there, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of divine math when you look at like the pyramids and their association with different constellations and their um, organization on the ground. Yeah, the solstices, uh, solstices, and you can you can lose yourself really quick. Like, uh, was it movie uh, twenty seven or forty two? Um, I don't know about that one. The one with Jim Carrey where he goes crazy over the number. The, the number. Oh, 23. the number twenty three was yeah, the number awesome, man. Yeah, he just he gravitates towards it, this yeah. formula and starts attributing everything to the number twenty three. It's really it's really easy to do that. Uh, I don't know why it, it's, it's a human thing. Cause then you get religious zealots that are like, Oh, the monster energy can is 666, the sign of the devil. And you're like, yeah. number oh, 13. it's just an energy drink. Like, calm well, down. No, number 13, lucky and unlucky. Number seven's lucky. Yeah, man. Numbers, math, bullshit. I hate math. If it's not on a tape measure or in my pocket, as money, well, I don't want to count it. <laughs> well, there's a lot of math involved with getting to space. Yeah, I know. That's why I don't go. <laughs> like, what? I got to do math to get there? Fuck that shit. You yeah. think of how often your iPhone glitches out. Can you mm. imagine having basically the size of, like, a floppy disk in, like, the early, early 90s? Being able to compute all of the calculations it takes to get to the moon and back. I mean, dude, look at the submarine. You know, this whole fucking submarine thing that everybody's talking about. Like, he didn't even get all the way down there. You think he went to the moon? <laughs> Come on. You still can't get to the bottom of the ocean with a person. So, like, what the fuck are you talking about that you can go into space? You know? I don't get it. Yeah, NASA used to uh, explore the ocean. Yeah. That was one of the episodes I wanted to have, but now you're leaving. Um, anyway. I mean, they use a lot of the, they use aquatic facilities to test a lot of, like, yeah space-involved uh, situations. And uh, that's because buoyancy, you're reaching, like, you know, a zero-G environment or uh, reduced gravity, like, on the moon. So, oh, fuck, I had a thought. Where'd my thought go? This is not uncommon for Dave to lose thoughts. Trying to trying to bring it back here. <laughs> All right, keep talking. I'll come back to it. Um, I don't know what else to say. You're fat. You smell like shit. Well, when you talk about the um, cosmic, not cosmic. Sorry, uh, the like psychic connection to ETs. Uh, there's been a plethora of stories regarding people receiving messages from extraterrestrials or Are divine beings phoning home yeah uh from the from the moon specifically you uh i don't know if you've seen the guardians rise of the guardians oh with the big ass scary ass rabbit yeah just like australian yeah the australian rabbit fucking yeah, they got all the, uh, the Santa Claus and Jack Frost, Tooth Fairy, uh, Sandman and stuff. Yeah, uh, Jack Frost gets revived by the moon and given his powers and stuff. And he's like, there's the man in the moon is the big mythos in that universe. 
and uh, the man of the moon communicates with them in like weird ways. It doesn't just straight up talk to him. But there's been this association with the moon having its own like spirit, your personality, mm-hmm. or it's it's always been revered, and and so it makes sense that if there were individuals or entities or some some creature up there that has a psychic connection. I mean, you look into the the psychic phenomenon. I think it, you start to acknowledge that time and space aren't necessarily the can like constraints. Uh, yeah, that's why you need to look into Doctor Greer, man. Yeah, this is what he talks about shit like this and being able to. What's it called? Astro astral projection, some shit like that. And and he goes, it's kind of like that movie Contact. Jamie Lee Curtis was in it, yeah. or no, uh, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster, there you go. Jodie Foster was in it, and like she gets in the tube, and then like she doesn't actually like go anywhere physically, mm-hmm. but her mind projects all through these wormholes and like way the fuck out, and she's talking to aliens, but she didn't leave the planet. You know, that's kind of what he's talking about. Yeah, about. yeah, in my personal theory, I think that's the most likely. I think that angels, demons are just misrepresentations of psychic contact with uh ets that have advanced beyond the constraints of like a physical form yeah because like in the movie um the alien or whatever the fuck it is took the form of her 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 dad to make her feel comfortable yeah so who knows man could be i uh don't think i'll ever experience any of that shit because Number one, it freaks me the fuck out. And number two, um, I don't know if I have the mental capacity to deal with anything like that. I'm uh, like, what the fuck is this kind of person? <laughs> Fucking punching shit. <laughs> you can't punch things that ain't there, dumbass. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is in your mind, man. I'm in there like flopping around in the fucking in the, in the globe or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Breaking shit. Stop kicking stuff. There's nothing really there. <laughs> Yeah, it seems kind of like a farce when they say, like, why haven't we gone back? Well, we already went. We don't need to go back. It's too expensive. Well, NASA's budget is a drop in the bucket compared to, like, the national defense budget. Pretty much any other budget (laughs) that the government has associated with it. Um, It would make sense that we would test uh, especially some of these ideas for colonizing Mars on the moon. Right, run an op test, see if you can do a greenhouse and make this function on the moon, right? Go back every year. Build some kind of space station situation, refueling station, launch pad kind of situation. Yeah. uh, International. Mining asteroids is one of those on the horizon uh, type projects in order to get a lot of our like rare earth metals and gold and, you know, titanium, a bunch of bunch of different alloys and uh metals are found on asteroids uh and even ice you know astro uh asteroids have a lot of ice on them and so if you were to i don't know maybe haul in an asteroid towards uh the moon which gets hit all the time uh then maybe we'd be able to utilize that for like hydrogen fuel you know yeah i've heard that theory so the dust on there is like fucking 50 60 percent hydrogen 
Well, yeah, when you see like comet trails, it's primarily like the ice um, vaporizing behind the comet as it comes to the atmosphere. Yeah, I don't know. I think we should leave all that shit alone. Fucking, who knows, man? Some kind of asteroid comes out here, you mine it, there's some kind of alien fucking bacteria that kills everybody. Yeah, I don't like that shit. <laughs> well, you don't know until you know. And yeah, no, that's the fucking problem. <laughs> we've we've stopped the pursuit, which is counterintuitive because when does... It's because the aliens on the dark side of the moon were like, don't fucking come back, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Possibly, but it's, it doesn't make sense with how far and quickly we reach, you know, for everything else that this was the icon of the age was uh, space exploration. And then just as quickly... It vanishes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really no good answer for it's it. Like, okay, we did it. That's enough. Never once in humans' history have we said we did it. That's enough. No, no, we haven't. Fucking China just put that um, rover probe thing. Mm-hmm. The pictures, which I mean, you know, could be fake, especially nowadays. Uh, rovers riding around on the dark side of the moon. First thing, supposedly on the dark side. Looks just like the front side, but, you know, what do you know? They haven't found any space stations over there yet that I know of. No, not that we know of. Um, But, yeah, it's it's one thing to get... probably because China's the one with the base. Yeah, it's it's one thing to get (laughs) drones or rovers or uh, mechanical uh, devices up on the moon. It's likely feasible. Um, But we haven't put a living thing back through the Van Allen radiation belt. Um, in a long time. I mean, the ISS is within, you know, the safe parameters, uh, orbiting. It's in a low Earth orbit. Most things are in a low Earth orbit, and the Van Allen belt extends out. What is the ISS, Dave? Uh, International Space Station. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, the Van Allen belt ranges out like 640 to 36,000 miles above the surface. Where is the Klystron belt? The asteroids, isn't that past the moon, supposedly? My son knows all about this. I think it's called the Klystron Belt, right? Or am I thinking of the fucking radar for weather? <laughs> oh, the cyclotron or whatever? It's a belt of asteroids that surrounds the whole galaxy. So it's probably really far out. Uh, well, we have... Obviously, everyone knows about the one uh, just outside of Mars. Um, that's it right there the Kuiper Belt Kuiper Belt I said (laughs) Klystron I'm an idiot (laughs) yeah so you have uh, the asteroid belt checking the weather this morning that's why (laughs) what a fucking retard Sonny with a chance of meteors (laughs) yeah Um, yeah so the asteroid belt is just beyond Mars and then uh, the Kuiper Belt is at the outer fringes of the solar system right my fucking 12-year-old wouldn't have known that shit. I'm over here like, who's the close one, Bill? <laughs> Dumb fuck. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't think that it happened. Um, I would like to believe that it did, but it didn't, I don't think. Yeah, I... There's a lot of evidence against it, man. Like, way more than... Than they can it. justify away and, and make shit up. And, I mean, even the people that were there slipped in interviews, you know... Yeah, consistently. Consistently. Uh, scientists, the people that ran the thing at the time, presidents, have all slipped. I don't think it happened. I think it was uh, the biggest bullshit story in the face of the earth. 
and the moon. <laughs> yeah, I think I've I've come to that uh, understanding too. The Wi-Fi, which files. is weird to say. Yeah, the Wi files had such a good good um, special on it. And, he really gets in there, man. Yeah, he's a very good uh, investigator researcher. Uh, obviously, he's really good at executing the story you know mm-hmm. um so he's he's a very good uh, plus character. the fish the fish said it didn't happen yeah of course it was a disparity of course it didn't happen <laughs> a fish is getting wild lately but yeah, uh, he's been getting a little wild lately man yeah this I, isn't a tinfoil hat on top of my bull for no reason <laughs> yeah i think that's where the tinfoil hat came from is we used tinfoil allegedly <laughs> to protect us from solar radiation it was gold though yeah gold gold foil is what they wrap all the rovers and asteroids or asteroids Jesus, satellites in boom and uh <laughs> you know these are like micrometers thick they're super super small uh super thin yeah they're like uh those fucking safety blankets or whatever mm-hmm. that's the same shit yeah same idea so that's where the tinfoil hat came from is it's it's protecting you from like Radiation and telepathic uh, engagement. It's like a magneto hat, but not as cool. <laughs> not, nowhere near as cool. Uh, way, way more cost effective, though. Mm. Uh, that's my conclusion. I don't think that it really happened. Uh, don't think that it's a mega structure. I hope it's not anyway. There's a lot of evidence for that. Like that fucking the, cr- the craters are all the same depth. That's another one. You heard that one? Yeah, it has oh, craters yeah, all over yeah. it because it's made out of metal on the inside, so it has a layer of dust around it. All the yeah. craters that hit it, you know, everything that hits it makes a crater. So the craters are all the same depth. There's no, like, deep-ass craters. Oh, there are, though. Well, yeah. I don't know if there are because I've never been there, but <laughs> neither of you. Um, I'll go out there with my height stick and tape measure. <laughs> tape measure so you can believe it. It's the numbers you care about. That's the only numbers I give a fuck about. So I don't think that it happened. That's yeah, I don't think conclusion. that it happened either. I don't think that it's a megastructure. And it, I feel bad saying that. You know what I mean? I I'm know. not like a huge conspiracy theorist, uh, whereas I become like a diehard believer. I, I entertain a lot of information. Um, but to make like a final decision on something takes a lot for me. It takes an yeah. overwhelming amount of evidence. And uh, I think in this case, yeah, the, the, There's the like evidence way that more I, against I it. believe that I've seen, um, that I've contrasted... Uh, against what the explanations are uh, publicly from NASA and the government and, you know, other researchers. I'm, I'm fully on the side now uh, that the moon landing was hoaxed. And I'm very curious to see what the future holds for SpaceX uh, because they had been planning manned missions to Mars uh, within the next couple of years. They're going to have to get some young-ass dudes. <laughs> Supposedly, even at the speed that we can travel, it takes like 20 years to get there. I think they reduced it down to like eight years. Um, fucking still eight a long years, fucking man. Time. Like, even, well, think about that, though. Like, We go over there, look yeah. around, get back on a spaceship and go eight years back. Like, dude, that's fucking a long-ass... That's what, 14 years of your life for some... Mars mission? I don't know, man. I wouldn't go. Unless I was, uh, like, immortal. <laughs> I wouldn't go. 
Let's find some vampires and send them over there and see what happens. Okay. We're all we're all fucking high right now. Um so we got our facts off. Uh so it's good good to double check. So looking at a trip to Mars will take about seven to nine months, depending on the craft and where they leave orbit from, what speed and everything else. Really? Um, yeah, so within a year. Still a long fucking Still a fucking long ass time. Um, you know, you go over there for a couple days and then come back and that's a, a year and so of your life, all over a year? Oh yeah, a year and a half at minimum. Fuck that. I mean... Are you getting paid? The, the time that you actually <laughs> spend there, you know, doing something, uh, I think that they try to make that worthwhile. You know, I don't think it's just be like a one and done. Maybe the first two missions. The moon was one and done. <laughs> Because it didn't happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the conclusion, I think uh, we agree on this, it is, did not happen. There's overwhelming facts against it, or conclusions against it, and uh, not a lot for it. So, I don't think it happened. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's a lot of... Uh Maybe not empirical evidence, but there's a lot of data out there. There's a lot of um, incongruities with and inconsistencies with uh, what has been published by NASA and the government that kind of leads you to your own conclusion. You can like connect the dots, which in science, a lot of things are counterintuitive. Uh, so that's what's kind of put me in the uh, scope and on the field of we did make it for so long because not common sense doesn't necessarily need to be applied to science because a lot of stuff is not common sense when you're running through whether it's it's uh math or like geological sciences or astro uh cosmic science um astronomy things behave in weird ways uh counter to what like you would initially believe um so we're constantly getting usurped uh by new information from what we've been led to believe and I just, I, I think enough is out there to have changed my mind, and uh, now I'm worried that what the next thing that I'm gonna change my mind about. Stop watching the Y files if you don't want it changed. Yeah, ignorance is bliss, I suppose. Mm. But um, I'm out here trying to learn, trying to uh, realize the truth of our existence out here, and uh, some truths are painful, hard to swallow. Yeah. We're going to wrap up, so this is probably going to be the last episode we ever do, so thank you for listening. Um, Dave's gay. He's moving away. It's his fault, not mine. <laughs> uh, wrap up, Dave. Yeah, I'm looking forward to my my new adventure. I'm Your new going, homeless adventure. Yeah, I'm not going uh, 300,000 miles away from Earth, uh, but I am moving about 3,300 miles away. Uh, to the opposite corner of the country. Okay, for I need I need nature. I, I think I'm at the point in my life where I need to uh, getting old. So I need to. <laughs> You're getting what? I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm fucking way older than you. Yeah, but I'm getting there. That's the what problem. are you like? Thirty four. Uh, thirty two. Holy fucking shit, man! But I was stumbled, a legend at thirty two. Stumbled my way through my twenties and. Uh, just struggle bugging and uh i need to get back to good you know get get back in touch with 
with who I am, what I want out of life, and really start enjoying the moment versus just surviving the moment. And uh, be a well, lot you nicer. You picked to a really a bad time to do that because the whole world's surviving right now, sir. Yeah, we are in a constant state of uh, struggle and uncertainty. Um, especially me right now. Yeah, a lot of issues. Move with all this, the way across the country with this move. Yeah, uh, it's expensive. Uh, trying to budget this out between time and money and uh, energy. Especially when you're broke. That's why Ashley's sitting on the floor right now. On the fucking floor with cat hair all over my black pants. I got a lint roller, bud. God damn it, Dave. Fucking cats. <laughs> yeah, but I'd say um, don't let your uh, fears triumph over uh, your hopes and dreams. Uh, definitely, because it's, it's been a dream of mine to live in this sort of climate and environment. I grew up in Florida. Nothing but palm trees and pine trees and, and hot sandy forests if you want to call them that it's way hot. too hot here uh tired of fighting pterodactyl sized mosquitoes and i just it's a state bird of florida ladies and gentlemen it's a pterodactyl <laughs> yeah. mosquito uh i'd like to go swimming in a lake and not worry about being eaten by <laughs> alligators alligators uh moccasins brain eating amoebas bull mm. sharks uh <laughs> skunk ape i mean there's it's just dangerous around here it's, boys. yeah it's it's not a nice place so i'm excited it's not paradise no no maybe maybe hawaii hawaii's a lot more paradise than here dave's over here like willy wonka if you want to view paradise simply look around and view it <laughs> fucking gaper yeah so I've, I've got some some big plans on the horizon Hopefully, when we return, we can come back full force. Uh, Ashley's got to figure some things with up somebody for... else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, you can just uh, special appearance me. You're never um, coming back. You left. Ashley's uh, got some some recording problems. He's got to overcome. And... I basically don't have any room in my house. I have kids. That's why Dave was important because uh, he had the space and I had the equipment. Yeah, I'm the sugar daddy. We're, yeah. we're each other's sugar daddy. You know, he has all the dork computers. I have all the recording equipment, so it worked out. But now it doesn't because Dave's leaving. Taking all his space and his computers with him. I might beat him up and steal his computer (laughs) before he leaves. Oh, yeah, there's a... I don't know. I don't know if, uh, if we can crunch it in, but we did have a plan. For one more episode. I don't know how. but A yeah, uh, special feature, if you will. Yeah, we were going to have uh, the evolution of combat sports. You know, and why we're so... Why do we want to watch fucking violence and UFC and boxing and fighting? And why are people pull out their fucking video recorder when somebody gets into a street fight? And we're going to do that. And then this was Dave's idea. I tried to talk him out of it. Probably not going to happen, but I kind of hope it doesn't. Uh, I go to the boxing gym all the time. He wants to come in there and spar me, and I outweigh him by 120 pounds. Tried to explain to him that there's weight classes for a reason. But uh, he's like, man, I ain't no bitch. And I'm like, it's not about being a bitch, man. I just said, don't let your fears get in the way of no, uh, I ain't scared, desires. man. I am not scared. <laughs> like, I'm scared to hurt you. I kind of like you now. 
Right. If he dies, he dies. <sighs> Man, Dave. But anyway, I don't know. Maybe uh maybe we just record that and put it on YouTube for the last days of Dave. Yeah, maybe my last day on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Knock me into the stratosphere. I don't plan on Past it. Past the Van Allen radiation belt. I, I don't plan on it, but I tried to explain to him that there's weight classes for a reason. My 30% is your 70%. So, I can I can hit pretty fucking hard <laughs> when I want to, you know? I damn sure I'm going to hit him in the liver at least one time. If this happens. I hope, I hope that it doesn't. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde situation. Hides over there like, get that motherfucker in there. I'm going to be pissing blood all across By the U.S. all means necessary, get that bitch in there. Because you remember when he got us suspended. <laughs> Shut up, Mr. Hyde. Dave's cool now. Um, it's uh, it's definitely a conflict in my own head. Of- yeah, I'm I'm excited for the episode. Uh, I think that YouTube is, is going to be one of the next forays that we're going to have to get into. Especially if um, we're going to have to be recording remote. It makes a lot of sense for us to uh, set up cameras and just record from our respective uh, places. The places that I don't have. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll try to take over YouTube. It's it's a little bit better for uh, visibility sometimes. So, so anyway, that that was uh, one part of the plan. So there could be you know uh, at least a video of that. I don't know about the episode recording because sitting on the ground is making my legs hurt. Let's record it in the gym. Oof. It's too loud in there. You mean the the episode? It's too yeah. fucking loud in there. Well, we could go there on a Sunday and do it, probably. We'll figure it out. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that Dave's just bullshitting and ducking me, and uh, I don't have to hit him. I'm, I'm very conflicted on this, because I kind of want to hit him, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to kill him. <laughs> it just depends on how how... Mr. Hyde reacts that day. Mr. Hyde's a reactor, man. Like, a nuclear one. (laughs) So, if I get hit in the face, I would probably let him hit me in the face. Just so I can get mad enough to to actually hit him for real. (laughs) Uh, So, we'll see what happens. Uh, You know, if nothing else, maybe we'll just videotape that and put it on there for... With some credits at the end. Like a movie. Stay tuned. We'll, uh, we'll be a minute, but uh, don't forget about us. We'll be back quicker than you know. Yeah, I'm continuing to have to pay for this subscription to post all this, Dave, so it's got to be kind of quick. But, uh, yeah, you know, do your own research. Look into the Y files because it's awesome. It's entertaining at at very least, even if you don't believe anything he says. Uh, got a lot of shit on there. So, say goodbye to Dave, mentally and physically. I was uh, kind of debating on whether hitting him really hard and making him where he can't leave. Put him, well, just do it from the hospital bed that he's in. (laughs) Uh, I'll feed him applesauce and he can be like, Yes, you came on your episode. And then he like sounds all dumb because he's got brain damage. <laughs> like, yo, you know, I got I ain't punchy. I just like the way I this way I talk, you know. I might got what like like a relaxed brain, you know. So I might relax Dave's brain a little bit before he leaves. Yeah, tenderize it. <laughs> on that note, cue the music.